Let's cut through the mainstream financial advice out there. This is your quick financial tip from your rich uncle. Before we move on, since you have an insight into the financial planner world industry, for those of the people that are new to the group and still haven't really dispelled the the Wizard of Oz effect behind the curtain, any insights there you can give like how financial planners really... I think most of them are well-intentioned and they know their product, but that's all they know. And those products are marketed to them by the companies that they work for and they're paid to sell those products. I found that at the end of my financial advising career, mostly I, I always believed that I wanted to recommend to my clients the same things I was doing. And I was investing in real estate and speculating in the paper assets of the stock market. And so I, I had a hard time being true to myself because one, a financial advisor, they won't recommend real estate because they're not licensed for it. They also won't recommend real estate because they don't get paid for it. And the, the third reason they won't recommend it is because they don't know anything about it. They're stuck in their world, which is paper assets that financial institutions are pushing to them. So what, what I learned, you need to find a good financial advisor. You need someone who is recommended by somebody else and who understands that you're going to be doing real estate and that they need to support that. And they need to put their commission second and that you're ser the serving you first. And that's hard to find someone like that. But when you find someone like that, then you can still have them help you insurance or even your 401k or any of the stuff that you want to be in the, the, that world, but they'll also support your real estate by making sure that your other assets are working together with your real estate. But that's a hard person to find. So I personally don't have any paper assets, but as a man who hasn't seen both worlds, do you own any paper assets anymore or is it all alternative? It's moving more alternative. And I still have a, a, some paper assets because I have several different retirement. And so I still keep a little bit in there. But mostly when I do anything that's the paper asset stock market, I want it to be something that's paying dividends. And part of the reason it's, it's more liquid. So I think having some investments in the market might make sense because that stuff I can get in and out of if I need to. And most of the real estate, it, it's so illiquid. That's why I still a small foot in the door. We call the alternative stuff left field because my former financial advising colleagues would say I'm way out in left field when I told them about the alternative stuff that I do. Some of our people, we, we call them center fielders, where they have 50-50 in left field and 50% in the market, but I'm probably 90% in left I'm 100% left field, and that's just my personality. The reason I ask is I always try and ask like smart people what they're doing, and I get it. Like Some people, they want to play more right field or center field, center if you want to call it. I'm cool with that. I think I'll eventually come back to center field once my net worth hits a certain magic number, probably eight figures and above. And when I start to do IUL, that type of stuff, at this point in time, that's where I'm at. But it's cool to hear your input. And I think we are aligned with that. Absolutely. Lane is not a lawyer, CPA, but the dude did quit his engineering job and now owns thousands of rental properties. Learn more about the secrets of the wealthy. Join our community at thewealthelevator.com slash club. And if you're looking for a longer form podcast, also subscribe to the Wealth Elevator podcast.